Hello guys, Anyong Haseyo. Welcome back to another episode of Mic'd Up. If you missed me, I'm back. And if you didn't, too bad. I'm here! Anyways, today we have a very special episode because I'm here with my very, very good friend, Rachel Chan. Rachel, why don't you introduce yourself? Thank you, Shun. Hi everyone, I'm Rachel. Um, I'm, I'm Shun's friend, as you can tell. <laughs> we went to the same college um, and uni together from hell. We majored in psychology and I'm currently working in Gamuda as a HR exec. Yes. Nice. <laughs> Okay, anyways, uh, anyway, to, uh, for today's topic, it's just going to be uh, talking about our experience basically transitioning from our final year of our studies to where we are currently working now because it's been about a year since we started working. Almost a year. Yeah, almost a year. So I guess, um, first things first, Rachel, why don't you just take us through your, our final year together and you know include the surprise that she was also the valedictorian of our batch. <laughs> yeah. Um... I think final year was, it was quite a roller coaster. I think for a lot of us, we did our thesis um, in our final year. That in itself was a whole crazy experience already. <laughs> Traumatic in a lot of ways. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. We passed, but yeah. for Rachel, she did very well. <laughs> I mean, I like to think so. <laughs> but it's a lot better than me. <laughs> <laughs> no, my thesis wasn't that great, to be honest. Oh, really? Oh, I yeah. <laughs> oh damn. Okay. <laughs> Um, but I think final year, yeah, a lot happened and everything, it was the peak of COVID as well, I think it was mm. when the cases were hitting four digits. So everything was online, we went back to online classes and mm. things like that. Um, so it was, I think it was a very in interesting time, yet also very confusing because we were juggling so many things. We were taking on like classes and then on top of that, um, we had pieces to juggle with. Um, and I think at that time we were all also pretty active in like clubs, society, things like that. Mm, I think I think you were more active in the final year because by then I kind of like retired for most of it. Oh yeah, yeah. PhD. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think we were all involved in different areas of life. Like we ventured into different things. Yeah. Um, so it was it was a really interesting year. I would say um, a lot of self exploration. A lot of mental breakdowns, mm. um, but a lot of growth, I would say. Yeah. And I guess uh, for the majority of, of uni for you, right? Because you've been under, under the Gauda scholarship mm. program. So why don't you just tell, take us through your experience with that, how it was, you know, basically just being the whole bonding thing with Gauda. Yeah. 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 So for those of you who don't know, um, I am under the sponsorship of a company, a corporate scholarship, which is by Gamuda. Um, so Gamuda's scholarship basically sponsors my full tuition fees throughout my three years of degree. Um, and on top of that, they provide things like living allowance, um, personal development trainings, uh, internship opportunities, and job placement, which is why I'm working with them now. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think my whole process of going through the Gamuda scholarship, it was quite a it was a very intensive, I think it was a six month application period. This so, was before before we started uni together, everything, yeah, right? Yeah, it was when we just graduated from foundation. Mm. Yeah. So I applied for a Gamuda scholarship. Um, we, sent in, we had to send in our online application, so you fill in your um, personal details, family background, things like that. And then after that, um, we got this phone call, just like randomly, from the team, from the scholarship team at Gamuda. 
just to ask us, you know, the typical questions like, well, tell me about your leadership skills, um, why do you want to apply for this scholarship, why don't you that, things like that. Mm. Um, then after that, we went through this online psychometric assessment. Uh, and then after that, it was a group case study. Uh, so this was, I think, in 2018. So it's done physically. So we had to come to Gamuda um, and work together with the other candidates, which in itself was quite a scary experience because you're meeting everyone for the first time. Mm. Um, and you're expected to come up with like a business proposal in like half, half a day together. Oh. Yeah, so it was very intensive, um, but it was a very good uh, experience because you learn a lot about thinking from like a business perspective, thinking from different angles, uh, especially at, at that point of time when I was still not even in degree, mm. all these things were very new to me. Um, so that, that experience translated a lot of skills and knowledge that helped me in degree as well. Yeah. So that was kind of my, in, in a nutshell, my process uh, and my experience with Ramona Scholarship. Um, yeah, and then that that took off a lot of load uh, in uni uh, because I didn't have to worry about like, the financial part. Um, and then there were a lot of opportunities where like, I get to network with people outside of uni, um, people from different courses, because Gamuda is an engineering company, right? So I have friends even when I was in degree who are like, majoring in engineering studies um, or even things like finance, architecture. So it was a lot more diverse. Mm, so you got to like really uh, experience uh, what others are going through as well. Mm. You know, just, just having a huge network, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think networking is one of the biggest things that I got out of the scholarship. Not just with the other scholars, um, but also with working people, like working adults within the company. Mm. Um, so, of course, one of the teams that we're closest to is the team that manages us, the scholarship team. Mm -hmm. um, so most of them will come from a HR background, which is where I'm working at now, yeah, the team that I'm working with. Um, but we also get to talk to a lot of like business leaders, uh, executive directors, which is pretty cool, uh, especially when you're at, when you're like 20, 21, you wouldn't imagine getting those kind of opportunities to talk to these guys. Look at me, I'm a student. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just working at out there managing like major business decisions. So you learn you learn to see how they think. Mm. Um, and that if you start seeing that at an early age, I think it's a lot of advantage. Um, That's true. Yeah. Mm. Widen your perspective. Mm. Anyways, uh yeah, so you were sharing about like how your how you entered the Kamuda scholarship program, your experiences through it and everything. Mm -hmm. Why don't you just take us through like how was was it like very stressful trying to maintain that scholarship? Because I mean, I'm not that smart, right? I, I didn't get a scholarship. I, I did everything my, <laughs> myself. So yeah, just why don't you just take us through that? Um, yeah, I it's definitely stressful because like all scholarships or at least most scholarships, there is a minimum requirement that you have to maintain mm. um, for your grades and also for your like performance in general in uni. Um, but I think, I don't know, I, I'm the kind of person where I don't care that much about grades. My parents do. <laughs> As most Asian parents, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you get a B or like a D, yeah, why not HD? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so there, there was definitely that pressure that comes from my parents, from the scholarship. Uh, having to like score but for me grades wasn't something that I worried about a lot because mm. um, 
I always tell people that uni and my uni life was something that I enjoyed the most because I actually enjoyed what I'm learning. Um, and that made the whole experience of like doing assignments, going for classes, a lot less stressful and it didn't feel like a chore or something I was forced to do. Mm. Yeah, um, I think in I'm grateful uh, that in health, at least we can say that a lot of the lecturers that we have, the tutors that we have, are people that we can really just approach to any time. Like, you know, your range or consultation, they're always there. Um, so I, I, I would say that I took on a lot of those opportunities, uh, like um, getting, getting those opportunities to ask questions, uh, learn more from our lecturers and things like that. Those helped me a lot um, in making my learning experience a lot more fruitful. Mm. Um, and it took away that, that negative sort of experience that a lot of other of our friends have in their own studies. You know, they find it really stressful. They don't have very supportive teachers or a school environment. Um, but I would say that I'm really fortunate that we have that. Um, mm. At least for myself, um, that was my experience. So was it stressful? Yeah, at some points, like having to chase grades and things like that. But all in all, um, because of the environment, because of the support system that we have in place, um, it made that experience a lot less daunting. Mm. I mean, you did raise a good point, like we had a good like support system and everything. Yeah. It's like, I guess, yeah, very thankful that we did have it and everything. And it's not the typical, oh, uh, you must get the best grades, blah, 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 I don't care. This is the, the way we'll teach you guys, like, like yeah. old school systems and everything. Yeah. So, I'm just glad we had that experience before like transitioning to I mean what we are now like, working and whatnot. But before we like move on to that, I think, yeah, as you mentioned earlier, what was your experience like being the valedictorian? <laughs> um I would start off by saying that it was something totally unexpected. Um, in fact, she knows this as well, but we weren't planning to go for convocation at all actually um, and yeah actually Shin didn't go I, I decided to go very last minute um, yeah none of us went except you and uh, Viv yeah, yeah. <laughs> our entire fan group just chose not to go yeah. <laughs> for several reasons that we shall not disclose but anyways <laughs> back to your experience yeah so but um, so I went because my parents my parents said that it's a it's a one in once in a lifetime experience that I should go for. Um, not everyone gets the opportunity to graduate from uni, um, especially I guess in our parents' time that's true like, You know, you don't get to wear a gown and with a with a hat that you graduated. Um, maybe, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, but for us like we're like okay, cool, <laughs> we graduated, yay, yeah. So. That was one of the reasons why I decided to go last minute. Um, so the whole story was I emailed, the deadline to register was actually close um, when I asked for if I could still go for it. Mm. Um, but the administrator was like, okay, sure, we can accommodate you. Um, so I just had to pay the fees and everything. And a few days after I settled my registration, um, the the academic team basically reached out, they emailed to me and said, okay, hey, congratulations, you are nominated as this year's valedictorian. Um, Who? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how the whole system works, I don't know how they decide who's valedictorian, but um, yeah, that happened, and then uh, on top of that, there was this award, 
Tan Sri Paduka Award or something yeah. like that. Uh, basically recognizes uh, your involvement in like community surveys and things like that. So I was also nominated for that. Um, so I told my mom that I received that and she was like, okay, yeah, now you really have to go. Like, you can't. This is not a choice anymore. Yeah, this is an instruction. <laughs> like, you should go. And she told my auntie, like, oh, Rachel got nominated for things like that. And my auntie was like, if you don't go, I'm going to force you to go anyways. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how it all happened. Uh, and uh, at, the, at the end of the day, I decided, okay, you know, if it makes my parents happy, if it makes my family proud, um, then I, w- I want to share this moment with them. Uh. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that's how it all happened. Um, it, was, it was, I think, two or three weeks before the ceremony, actually, the uh, convocation. So we had to prepare our speech, um, run it through Dr. Gerard, um, yeah. our dean. And that was my first time meeting him actually. Uh, so that was an ex- interesting experience in itself too. Um, but yeah, I think other than that, I got to hold like this metal... King. King. <laughs> some of my friends told me that it looked like the fellow Winter Wonderland King. Oh my <laughs> Yeah, but anyways, um, that, that thing that apparently signifies like many, many traditions of scholarly, I don't know lah, some, something about like being graduating yours, your educational experience and your journey. I mean, you heard it here first. If you're the best, you get a stick. Yes. <laughs> very significant stick. A very heavy stick. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually very heavy. But yeah, so I got to hold that walk-in, um, per- lead the parade of the walk-in of all our academic staff, mm. um, the dean and also the academic team. Um, I got to sit with the academic team on stage as well and then to deliver the speech. Um, but I think that that whole experience itself, it made me reflect a lot about um, the things that I'm grateful for in uni, um, the people who got me through, um, which is definitely like my friends, Shun and everyone here, and um, you know who you are. <laughs> my academic, like the, the academic team and how I think like one of the people that I'm always grateful for is Timothy, my stats, yeah. I mean my our stats lecturer and also my thesis supervisor. Um, and also yeah, just a lot of other lecturers and tutors. Um, so yeah, looking back it was it was really a whole process of um, remembering what got me to this point and who I am today. Um, yeah, so that was the whole journey of being valedictorian. I mean really puts to like perspective like like then I really graduated and all that. Like it, it hits you all at once, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess especially when you see everyone walking up the stage, taking headsets. Mm. Um, and f- I think for some people, it's really a significant moment um, being able to you know walk up the stage, wear that robe, um, and say that you graduated. Uh, so yeah, I think it, it. I guess it is a significant moment. <laughs> I mean, if it, if it works for you, it works for you. I mean. My graduation was submitting that last final paper <laughs> on twenty ten. <laughs> the day when you submit your thesis. <laughs> I had graduated officially. That's <laughs> true. I mean, but that that really like signifies like how many how many years have you been studying? Like eleven years of like mm. uh primary secondary education, mm. then four years of the theory. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's a long time to it be studying. <laughs> Fifteen years. Yeah. Yeah. It so is. yeah, I guess now it's like more towards the how was your transition when you started working? Like I mean you are bonded to Gamuda, so mm. your experience would be with them. So yeah. how, just in general, how is it like when you just first started your first day of work? I I remember on my first day of work, it was virtual as well. Mm. Um, so I didn't get to meet my teammates except until like until much later in the day. Um, we arranged a call and then introduced everyone. So not gonna lie. I was kind of derping on the first day, watching like some YouTube videos. Like, I don't, don't know what that. to do. <laughs> you don't need to know that. No, I told my boss. Oh. This is what happened on the first day. I mean, they didn't give you anything. <laughs> Hi guys, I don't know how to work. Yeah, yeah. I think for a lot of people, like, that's the first day and the first week. Like, mm. You kind of just orient and adapt yourself to the culture, the team, how everything works. Um, so it's just more assimilating into your new role mm-hmm. um, as compared to like getting jobs immediately. At least for me, I don't know about other people. Um, but yeah, transitioning from uni to working, uh, I think for me, I struggled a little bit in terms of... I think one of the stark differences that I realised is when you're studying, you have your lecturers to guide you. You have a deadline set for you, like, okay, in week four, these are all the tasks that you have to finish. Everything's kind of, like, given to you. Right? Yeah, mm. correct. And once you're done, it's done forever. Like, mm. You don't have to think about it. But when you come to work, you don't have people to constantly nudge you and say, like, okay, this is due in, like, a month's time. Mm. Uh, maybe you should start thinking about what to do or things like that. If you don't, that's on you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like there was this... Um, I felt that expectation of, okay, I need to get my shit together, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I struggle with that because, especially as, I mean, I, this is probably not true, but as a scholar, I feel like there's also that higher expectation placed on you because, you know, they chose you for a reason and you have surpassed that sort of um, expectation at that point. So when you come into work, I thought that people would have that same expectation as well. But it's more all like, it's mainly like internalized, right? Yeah, like you yeah. think that, yeah. Mm. It's more from just my own thoughts and yeah. own feelings. Um, so yeah, that put a lot of like stress and strain on me, uh, starting work especially. Um, but I think over the past, over that one or two months starting work, uh, my boss is someone who is very transparent, he's very open and very gracious. Mm. Um, so he would always affirm me and say that, as a fresh grad, you are allowed to make as many mistakes as you can. And this is the stage where you can still afford to say, I don't know. Mm. Um, and that gave me a lot of assurance and also confidence to be brave and try my hands at different things. And if I'm not sure, I can ask. Mm. Because he set that sort of environment and that space for me to be able to approach him. Right. Um, yeah, and even my other colleagues, in not just from my own team, but from other departments, they also gave the same advice. Um, so that takes away a lot of the load that I felt, a lot of the burden. Um, and yeah, just to remind me that, okay, this is your first job too. You've never really worked in a corporate or like a full-time job. Um, so don't put, don't be so hard on yourself. But, yeah. um, so as I sort of grew into that mindset, it helped me to really just focus and um, be present in whatever I'm doing. Mm. Like, um, if I'm given a task, 
I don't want to stress over how am I performing, am I doing this perfectly right? Um, but instead, it helped me to shift my focus on, okay, what can I learn from this? Um, what am I um, able to get the most out um, in this experience? So I think having that shift of mindset was very helpful um, because I'm not focusing on perfecting my work but really experiencing what I've done gives them. I mean, the main thing is also like, as long as you learn from your mistakes, if there are mistakes, but if not, mm. at least you get the job done, right? Yeah, correct. If I wait, am I remembering wrong? Did you do your internship first in year two or was that later than you? In year two. Ah, year two. Okay. Yeah, correct. So, um, I did my internship with Gamuda in our second year. It was a compulsory internship for us, right? Um, so back then I already had. So even before joining full time, I had some exposure mm. and uh, sort of assimilated to Gamuda's culture already, right? because I already worked with them for three months at a time. Um, yeah, but when I joined, it was a different team. So, yes, the challenge of meeting and getting to know new people is still there. But at least I sort of had a framework of, okay, this is what is expected when I go in. And I know roughly, like, what are some of my tasks or what are some of the things I need to do. Mm. Um, so that definitely helped. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think my working experience, at least for my team, I'm, I am very lucky that I don't have bosses who micromanage, um, you know, just dump everything on you and expect you to figure it out yourself. Yeah, yeah. They they guide you, they don't handhold me, but they guided me in, you know, areas that I needed help with, mm. pointed me to people I can ask. So I think okay, like, good like, I think quite lucky that you've had a very supportive environment even from the uni all the way up to your current job now. Yeah. 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 I think I think I had pretty good experience also that like, like because I only started internship like after like we graduated like from studies right like it was like our final semester so it was internship and then straight away to like full-time work I, I, I'm still with the same company if you all remember like I don't know how many episodes ago we were talking about like internships but yeah I, I still stay I'm full-time now and everything yay <laughs> oh yeah it was uh, I guess it was quite tough also uh, you know to, to ex- experience work for like I would say the first time because it's not just a typical um, cafe job or anything. It's actually, I guess, more corporate, yeah. but not at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Your responsibilities and the consequences are also much bigger. It's much bigger. It's, it's entirely different and, and whatnot. It's like, again, like, raising the same point, like, there's no one to handhold you like mm. they did in uni and whatnot. You really have to put in the effort yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Mm. I think. Um, we, I mean, we actually talked about this before, so yeah, yeah. That, like that going back to that expectation of as a fresh grad, you can, you it's fine if you make mistakes and it's fine if you don't know, if mm. you say you don't know, but at one point, you feel like we can't keep going True. like that, right? And there's a point where we, we feel like we need to know it or we have to be able to figure it out. Um, yeah, and I, I think we still... We still struggle with that, even today, even though we are almost a year in working. I think it's it's just a different rate for everyone, right? Like some yeah. some figure it out faster, some take a lot longer. But I mean, as long as you figure it out, that's the most important thing. Mm, yeah, and I was talking to my friend about it. She's worked in a bank for um, close to four years now. And she says that, in fact, even till today, there are a lot of times where she don't know what she's doing. <laughs> And she's still figuring out as she goes. They don't need to know that. <laughs> <laughs> but that 
faces a lot of assurance. True. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it's true that like you never really know what you're doing. Um, so, I guess it's alright to not know sometimes. It's better than I guess it's better to learn than to just assume that you know everything and yeah. you just make mistakes and you're not like ignorant to the fact that you're not like doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think one of the things that I remember the most um, is this advice from my friend. Mm. You can make mistakes, but make new mistakes. So don't repeat your own mistakes. I mean, you've done it once or twice, that's fine, learn from it, um, but don't repeat it. But if you make new mistakes, that's, I take that as a sign of growth. No? It's something new, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got the same advice from my supervisor because I had a talk with her the other day. I, I wasn't feeling so good about myself, my performance, so I just. Yeah, I did a review like I was talking to you guys also about it, and yeah, it, I got a lot of like reassuring words. Is that like, yeah. you know, do things at your own pace. Everyone's different. It is my first job and whatnot. Like like, like you know, we're we're all going through this for the first time, so don't repeat your mistakes. Just keep learning, and you'll be completely okay. Yeah, but again, raising your point, like yeah, you can keep making mistakes, but like you know, there's a certain point you just gotta be. Slightly competent, yeah. yeah. So I, I think we're all like still trying to strive for that, lah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, but I mean to be fair, one year if you look back, it's not a long time or something. We've done a lot, but a lot of things has happened also. Mm. Um, sometimes, when so much is happening, you don't, you don't really have that room to sort of reflect and to think back like, okay, this is things I could have done better, or this is something that I've learned through that experience. Um, so yeah, I feel like life, you just go as as it goes, mm. um, but all these experiences, they add on that, but mm. um, time is not a deciding factor of like, okay, by this certain milestone, every fresh grad should know a certain you know, knowledge or master a certain skill. Like you say, like, everyone takes things at their own pace and that's fine. Yeah, I mean, there are some basics that you know after doing your job for a while. Mm. Yeah. You, you learn as you go. Yeah. Like I mean it's quite reassuring also because like uh once in a while after work my mom will just complain to me about some of her like colleagues and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. and, and these are like people who have been working for like 10, 15 years. Yeah. Like they're in the thirties and everything and they're still very incompetent. <laughs> uh won't go into detail, but yeah, I guess it's quite reassuring also like hearing this like even like quote unquote adults mm-hmm. I mean we are adults but like, quote unquote like people who have gone through like uh, some time in life working and all that still like doing things that are wrong so yeah it's, it's, it's still reassuring to hear that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. everyone everyone makes their own share of mistakes now. Mm-hmm. and I, I always think that everyone has their own strengths um, and it may not be what you have um, and that's fine like, as long as if they can leverage on that, mm. that's good for them. If they can, if they like in a certain area, then you see, lor, whoever can step in to fill in that gap. Correct. I guess one final thing before we kind of just end, end everything here. What advice would you give to all our viewers, uh, no matter what age or anything, as long as they're going through a transition in life? What advice would you give them to be able to like follow? Mm. Mm. Mm, I think holding yourself accountable to a support system, mm. um, especially if I, I, this is something that I that gave me a lot of comfort. 
finding people who were journeying through the same phase as I did. Um, like us, we were transitioning from graduating uni and then going into work. We were all going through the same the same period, but we all had very different experiences. Mm. Um, so being able to talk to you to everyone else about it, it helped me see things in it helped me put perspective in things. Um, take different angles into whatever I'm feeling, whatever I'm going through. Um, but more importantly, having that space to share with someone uh, like, oh, this is what I'm going through, um, this is how I'm feeling. You sort of have a, a space to kind of bounce that off and it helps you process whatever you're going through as well. Mm. Um, yeah, for me, it's important to have that space. So if it's important for you to have that space, to be able to just reflect whatever you're going through, um, process things of like, you know, how is this affecting me, then having a support system is, I think, one of the most important things to have. Mm. Um, other than that, as cliche as it sounds, don't be too hard on yourself, I guess. <laughs> take, take things at your own pace. Everyone's different. You learn things as fast or as slow as different people. I don't know, whatever works for you, I guess. Yeah. 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 Don't compare yourself to other people. If you want to take a break after you graduating, you want to take a gap year, or just a few months break, and you see other people already settling in their jobs, excelling, then that's fine as well. It doesn't mean that you have to do that. It doesn't mean that you're losing out in life. Um, it's just you're taking a, like a simply a different path. Like, and yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Do what works. Again, do what works for you. Yeah. 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 So anyways, thank you very much, Rachel, for coming on and sharing your wonderful insights about our me. transition in life. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yeah. Hope this is helpful. No worries. Anyways, uh, that's it for today's episode of Mind Up. Do check out our socials, a link below. And yeah, good luck in life. I'll be back whenever. <laughs> bye bye.